Hey, did everyone take their pills? I did. I did it. I actually did. Hey. Before did we, this wait, recording. Did all three of us do it for once? <gasps> uh, yeah. What a, what a special, special day. It's a November miracle. <laughs> we did. We are recording this in November. I will not promise that it's posted in November, but we are recording in November. Damn it. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to Transmission, an anecdotal advice podcast. Uh, we have Jules with us. Hello. Hi. Uh, we have Ashley with us. Hello. Ashley, did you say something? Because I heard you in your room, but not through the thing. I, I also heard you through the room, but not through the thing. Hello. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and I'm Molly, and everything is going perfectly over here. Um, what's up, guys? Yeah, not much. Um, you know, been busy. Yeah, it's been a busy couple of months for us uh, with with what moving in here and then you getting a new job. It's now retail season for me now, which is hell at work. It's retail hell season. It's just a what a what a time to be alive in this the year 2017. I bought a switch. You did buy a switch. Hey, it's weird that it's weird that we have Black Friday deals here in Australia. That's that's foreboding. Welcome, welcome to hell. It's not gotten nearly as bad yet, which, thank God, but it was literally the case of I walked by an electronics store, I was like, I'll check out a deal. I looked in, I was like, okay, Switches are literally $200 less. I can afford this. Yeah, that's dope. And uh, now I'm I, glad they were affordable for you. Yeah, and now, I, now I'm playing Breath of the Wild and really not looking forward to that moment we've all talked about. Yeah, um, the clothes are good. Mm-hmm. The clothes are good. Everything else about it sucks. Things I like about Breath of the Wild. Art style. Most yep. of the gameplay. Uh, the feel of like some mechanics. Cooking. God, cooking so much fun. Yeah, cooking... I didn't do a lot of it. It was mostly out of necessity. I found out that if you just cook food, like me, you can make a thousand rupees by the time you reach Kakariko Village. Oh, are you selling stuff? You can sell, like, my food, like, sells for 160 rupees. Damn, nice. Apparently, um, I'm a good chef in the video game as well. I didn't know this. Damn, Julie. Powerful. I just threw some chilies in with some meat and a fish. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. That's a million rupees right there. I'll give you one million rupees <laughs> for your food. Um, I hope everybody made it through Thanksgiving okay. Uh, that's a rough time for everybody, so I hope everybody's doing okay. Um, it's rough out there. It's, it's cool. If you're not doing okay, it'll hopefully get better. Um, I know, Ashley, you have a distaste for Thanksgiving. I personally mm. have a distaste for Christmas. Uh, so this whole season... <laughs> Uh, what past October is just not a pleasant time for a lot of people, and I think mm-hmm. that's fairly understandable. Uh, so hopefully, uh, that goes okay for everybody. Hang in there; it's gonna be okay. Yeah, January's just around the corner. And yeah, for those who, for those of you out there who didn't see like a tweet that was being passed around a lot, we're we're really sorry, and there's a lot of sympathy for, sympathy for you if you had to go to family event or some such under a different name and wearing clothes you don't want to wear like yeah yeah no, it's extremely difficult to do stuff like that so it's, yeah hey congrats on making it through you you did one if you gotta do another you could do it 
Uh, if you don't, well, hey, chill. It's the holidays, I guess. Yep, you got one more year until that if you don't have any more of those things to attend. Yep. Uh, so hopefully everything is good. Um, yeah. Do we have any updates, any news we want to share? Do, is there anything going on with anybody? Um, like, just like you said, I got a job, got that insurance. Oh, yeah. I gotta check on mine. Mine's through the state. I have to see if they're still good for the year. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I might want to check on that, Molly. <laughs> yeah, I gotta make sure it's still good next year, but I have uh, three weeks to still check on that, so I'll do that. I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, <laughs> you're fine. It's f- yeah. Listen, I bet nothing bad will ever happen. I bet everything's just cool. I never have to check on anything. That's how I hope everything goes. That's how I've been going through life, and yeah, it seems to be working well for you. I think. So. I hope so. Like I, who knows? I don't. <laughs> uh, just keep going. Yeah. No, it's cool. Uh, it'll be fine. I, I am going to America in a month or so for a whole oh, yeah. month. For a whole month. What are you going to do in America? Go to the zoo, go bowling, shoot some pool with my boyfriend. Okay. Okay. I'm at, like, What did that pool ever do to you? Listen, I got a grudge. <laughs> there, there are debts to be paid. Uh, no, Lord. I, I was actively a little annoyed when after, like, near the end of my last trip there in January... He's basically just said, oh, yeah, there was a pool hole nearby, but we can't make it there in time before you leave. I'm like, honey. Why did you tell me? What? Yeah. He was like, yeah, that place serves like buffalo wings and uh, cheap cheap alcohol and you can just get pool for like two hours for like 10 bucks. What the fuck? I'm like, why didn't you take me? He's like, I didn't know if you'd like pool. I'm like, "Mm." he's fired. Sorry, Jules. (laughs) He's fired. That's it. He's done. He didn't. He didn't take me to the arcade, which also has bowling, go-karts, and, like, batting cages and ping-pong there. I'm so, like... What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Does it also have laser tag? Oh, only. That seems if it like d- the... If it did, then I know we spent a whole week there. Man. I just... I want to play mini-golf. Oh, that place also has mini-golf as mini well, golf. I think. Fuck. God damn it. Mini golf is so good. I'm driving out there. I'm driving okay. out to his neck of the woods, and that's it. Okay, you Molly, might- we could probably find mini golf around us. Ashley, if I haven't found it now, I'm never going to find it. Did you look for it? No, not at all. <laughs> Are you going to find it there's a mini golf place, like, literally right next door to you or something? I think there's one just south of us, but I haven't tried to search for it. Because I always forget how much I want to do mini golf. Until, until, like, until someone situations, it, like, yeah, until <laughs> situations where I can't do mini golf, and then I forget about it again immediately after. It's kind of a hell existence. It's bad. See, I've never had like the stereotypical American media representation of mini uh, of mini golf because here it's like, oh, this course is like a weird slope, or get it through like these wooden planks. No, that's about right. I guess. I guess I, wa- I, I, I want the silly, like, Simpsons mini golf. Like, yeah, I just want, like, a big gorilla to hit this thing through. Uh, hmm. I definitely, there was a mini golf course uh, in one of the places in Ohio I used to vacation a lot. 
if you went there early enough, then you would help start up the mini golf course. Oh, that's so. Cool. Like you'd have to start spinning the the windmill, windmill, oh, and I want to hit a golf ball through a windmill. Uh, at the, and at the end, you uh, had a little like it's like an enclosed thing that you hit the golf uh, ball into, and. Uh, there's certain holes, and it would be like, you know, dollar off your next game, two dollars off, three dollars off, and then there was yeah. free game, and then at the very center was nothing, so <laughs> if you hit it too hard, it would get nothing. Right. So you had to do just right. I will say the last mini golf place I went to, uh, the owner had a couple dogs, and one of them was trained that whenever someone came up to the counter, the dog would run behind and then hop up to put its front two front paws on the counter to greet you. Aww. So it was basically like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm renting these, these fucking, uh, I nearly called them golf sticks. I nearly called them golf sticks. Golf sticks, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That's what my brain is at today. But yeah, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to rent these bulls and putters from this fucking dog. This is great. I love this place. I never want to leave. That is Postman Pat little like, kitty right outside. I also like hopped in that too, because why not? Oh, because you love that Postman Pat. I actually do love Postman Pat, like, genuinely. I know. Listen, I know this about you, Julie. <laughs> I wouldn't just say that. Um, should we talk about uh, what we wanted to talk about this week? We were going to talk about characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this should be a fun one more than anything else. Yeah. We keep saying that. We keep doing fun ones. I think we got really angry for a while. Yeah, we were very angry and very sad. We still are to some we, degree, but I think we we're, our recordings are getting a bit more fun. Yes, I think... I don't even remember what the last one was. Oh, with Emily. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah. Boy, it's been... It's been over a month since we did that. I'm allowed to forget. Okay. Um, <laughs> got, the, got the brain disease. Um, let's talk about characters. Uh, does anybody want to go first, or should I... Go first. Um, I think that's your cue to go first, unless Ashley wants okay. to. No, I'm good. Ashley, you good? Yeah. Um. So, I guess I realize I don't have a lot to say. I don't know. Um. The thing about characters is, even when I was younger, and we 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 just talked about um. Mass Effect before we started this. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect was definitely one of the first games I made a girl character in. Uh, which I told myself at the time was just about watching two girls kiss. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that wasn't true. Uh, I mean, it can be true, but that wasn't it's, the only... It's that, yeah. It's, it's I deeper mean, than just that. It's deeper than that. I mean, listen, it was still pretty good. Um... But uh, after that, God, I don't know. I'm trying to remember the next game I made like a girl character to play as in because I don't think I did for a long time after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, uh, I think, let's see, Skyrim was even before uh, I came out or realized I was trans even. I think I ended up doing a girl run of Fallout New Vegas, which is the most me thing possible <laughs> to do. <laughs> That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is top level Molly shit right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Okay, Molly. Uh, did she did she or did she not have red hair? She did, of course she had red <laughs> hair. 
Uh, I also found like a pair of God. I don't even know what like not cat's eye glasses, but like really thick rim sunglasses uh, that I always had on too. I made a point of it. They have that perk that makes it so when you have glasses on, you get bonuses to your perception. Uh, oh so yeah, I you just did that. for the bonuses, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did no. it also for the bonuses and also because I wear glasses, see? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think that was the first game I went back and made a girl character in after realizing. Um, otherwise, there have been some other characters I've realized that I love <coughs> now uh, that I definitely would not have loved uh, before I came out. Uh, one of those being, uh, and because now I'm homestuck garbage, mm-hmm. uh, yes. one of those, <laughs> one of those is Jade. Uh, I, I know myself. I know when people were reading homestuck, when it was popular, I would have hated Jade straight up. I would have hated that girl. Uh, unfortunately she's also me, uh, <laughs> which is probably a big player on that. Um, I also, uh, as as many know, I love Riska from that comic. No, and, yeah, I know really? it's hard to not, hard to believe. Uh, I am the Vriska liker. Uh, but that's <laughs> that's an interesting one that takes a lot of explaining uh, on my own personal background and how much I relate to her on a lot of different levels. Uh, that a lot of people maybe would not get at first glance. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I remember everybody being very surprised that I loved her, but it turns out, oops. I mean, uh, some people also some people have very val- valid reasons to dislike Vriska. Oh, in absolutely. The comic. She's the worst. <laughs> but also, She's- a lot of the discourse we we saw was just very shallow and petty. I feel uh, like it only. You don't okay, so I can't do the full thing, cause cause you're here and we're not done with it yet. No, yeah. Uh, there is a lot of shallow and petty discourse around that character that should be around another character that's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ashley and I have talked about how it may be gender related in some ways, but oh, also yeah, yeah. But also, I think you could make that argument even now to start with. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that once we get you through Homestuck. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. But I, I think in general that's also like you have that a lot where a guy character who's a snarky asshole is super popular, but the second a girl character is an asshole, nope, everyone thinks she's a bitch. Yeah, no, that is extremely uh, part of some reasons I think some people don't like other girl characters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if I would have liked Vriska before I came out. I'm genuinely unsure. I, I, it's hard to say. Um, but also, uh, I love that character archetype now, I guess, because, uh, Bakugo is one of my favorite characters <laughs> in My Hero Academia. I'm so like, you to mention him. Yeah, he's he's so good. Such a he's shitty so boy, but he's so I love good. Him so much, he's such a dick. I also probably would not like Bakugo if I was not living with Molly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's like the most damning thing you've ever said about me. <laughs> like, it, it's not like you're forcing me to. It's like just hearing you talk about how good Bakugo is. You know, like you know what? <laughs> it's infectious, but also, I. 
I feel like I jumped on the My Hero Academia train a little bit early than a lot of our friends. Yes. Uh-huh. And I was definitely the case of like, I don't know if I can really say I like Bakugo yet because everyone, uh, everyone's shitting on him. And then you came here, Molly. I was like, thank you. <laughs> God, thank you. Someone sees Out the world. and proud Bakugo lover. <laughs> Oh, he's such a shithead. I, it turns out I just love shitheads. Uh, because, oh my god, he calls everybody extras! He calls them all extras! <laughs> he doesn't even remember any of his classmates, because they're nothing no. to him. The it's ironic so thing is that he is the most extra. Uh-huh! Well, see, there's a difference between uh, being an extra and being extremely extra. That's true. That's... There's a big difference. Just look at his costume. Mr. Grenade Mega Man <laughs> villain. Like. Grenade Man. <laughs> King Death Explosio Kill. Like, what the f- like? Oh, it's so good. He's so <laughs> good. Uh, I don't want to talk about Bakugo all day, but I could. <laughs> uh, I want to also give a big shout out to Haseo from Dot Hack. Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> He's... That's you, Molly. That was. <laughs> Are you saying Haseo's me or that? No, that. Well, I'm saying both, kinda. <laughs> He's such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that's what I have to say about a lot of my favorite characters now that I'm out. Listen, uh,. I think there's room for people who are unrelentingly confident in this world. Yeah. Uh, and I genuinely appreciate that uh, now much more than I ever did before I came out. Uh, especially common Rider Media. Especially common Rider Media. Oh, the boy. The boy, the boy, the boy. Um, he's very pretty, first of all, is the thing. Uh, no, he's, he's also kind of an asshole, but also he's a good boy. But he's... He did he's something wrong. He's... <laughs> I mean... He did a- he committed a murder. I don't know if that's true. Also, we're gonna have Ashley watch that show, so uh I didn't that's why I didn't say who, but he kinda Okay, listen, it's fine. Um <laughs> but um Yeah, it it's there's there's a lot of characters and I find myself drawn to those like really uh cocky, overconfident types um where I wouldn't have been before and I don't know if that's just because I was scared to or because I thought it wasn't okay. Um, and like in in coming out, I think I've realized that a lot of things I thought were not okay just are. Or I was making a rule in my head that maybe didn't necessarily exist and didn't matter. Um, one or the other. I'm not sure which, but I don't know if the distinction is that important. I feel like it's a little from column A, column B, because we all have those things, especially when anyone comes out in regards to sexuality or agenda, just, you kind of go, oh, all these norms kind of mean nothing, actually. Yeah, that's kind of the other thing, is, like, with my bi stuff, a lot of it uh, had a lot to do when I was a boy of, like, really, really bad internalized homophobia, but in realizing, like, oh, wait, I'm trans, and then you look back at that stuff, it's like, wait, I do like boys. Wait a minute. I can, if, God, if I'm trans, and what the fuck is being bi? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, like, we got degrees of severity here. Um, 
not to say that people who aren't trans and yada 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 all that stuff but i feel like uh, we covered that before but yeah yeah we've 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 crossed that bridge a couple times um and i think people know what i mean when i say stuff like that i hope um but i'm okay anyway um, yeah, it's it's been interesting, like, the kind of characters that I found to latch on to. Um, I just finished playing Horizon. Uh, Aloy is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jules, you were asking if you should play Nier or Horizon, and if I had finished Horizon, I would have told you to go buy Horizon instead of Nier. It's still on special on the PlayStation Store here. I should probably get it. Think about it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely the best game I played this year. Uh, like let's if i'm setting aside all the tribal colonial really appropriative shit which is really bad it's really bad it's one of those things yeah where like it's a complicated thing i've seen of the definitely very valid points and articles uh native people have written about that and i've also seen some native friends of mine go it's not too bad and that's really okay in the grand scheme of things so it's like yeah i'm willing to say it's bad but also i can't comment any further on it yeah, I, I don't really have anything to really say about it. I don't have any critical analysis. I cannot possibly do any critical analysis of that game. Uh, but it's um, it's good. It's that, a really good game. It's, it's good, got a lot of hope in it. Yeah, it's good to hear like the characters in the setting don't rely on that stuff to be good. Yeah, no, they, they really don't lean on that. It's just, it's a game about that girl. And it's very good. Uh, and they don't... Uh, I was reading some old forum posts on the forum we frequent uh, because I <laughs> desperately wanted to interact with when that game came out in some way and seeing how people like thought about it and reacted to it. Uh, and they were talking about how like nobody in that game sexualizes her, which is mostly true. And when people do, uh, it's usually called out by her. And she goes, what the fuck did you mean by that? And they're like, oh, uh, mm. or... Uh, it's by women and Aloy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That game is so gay. It's oh. so gay. Also, isn't there a trans guy character in it as well? Unless this yes, all? there is a trans guy character uh, in there who runs the jail for one of the um, one of the tribes, one of the cultures. Um, yeah, they. He's fine. He's it's it's barely a passing mention. And, like, you got to dig into the uh, conversation circle to get it. Right. But, um, for the most part, like, it's not bad, but I wouldn't say it's, like, an exemplary thing. But also, sure. it's a representation that isn't bad in 2017. So, like, I guess they're yeah. like, head and shoulders above a lot of it's, other people. It's trans representation in a video game, in a AAA video game that isn't bad. Like, <laughs> It's definitely the trans man proved he was trans by, like, fighting which yeah. like is a thing and i feel like that's probably going to be like the most common trope among that kind of character uh as we move forward which i hope isn't the case i hope that you know trans dudes can just be trans men you know yeah that don't go to thing. don't go to ascribe to masculine norms and bullshit right exactly but um for the most part it's fine listen cool. girls you know just trans girls become girls because they want to wear dresses and trans men become trans men because they want to beat people up. And that's just how it works. Uh, that's just, ah, ah, the binary. Aha. Yeah. Punch versus yeah. dress, which somehow Molly, you've combined. Wait, shit. <laughs> yeah. Every character I've made since, uh, 
coming out has been extremely butch, and I don't usually ascribe to the extremely butch style. Uh, but we've described your you inner you, butch. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> Priscilla. I was <laughs> I was talking to her one day, uh, and we were talking about how, or I asked her. I was like. Press like every character I've made since uh, I, I was like I'm extremely femme I think but every character I make is butch and she's like honey you're butch on the inside and I was like oh fuck <laughs> <You> got me <laughs> I'm owned I'm dead yeah I'm not gonna lie Molly I don't know where Molly begins and Edith ends for <laughs> our fake core game not gonna lie listen it, it just pour a lot of my heart and soul into that character that's all no, yeah, she's just a lady who likes to punch, and she's the mother of the group, and she wants to protect everyone she cares about, and th- that's just Listen, Molly. You don't have like, to call me out on my self-insert. Don't do that. <laughs> and she gets very annoyed at my weird. character, but ends up having to like protect her, because... Yeah, but I'm usually never annoyed at you, Ashley, is the thing. Never actually annoyed. I get you some... Uh, yeah, I'll never get actually close. annoyed. But, One of these the days. The difference... The difference for me and outside perspective is Molly will like yell Ashley and Jet will uh, Edith will just grumble Jet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only yeah. difference. Those are the two uh, ends of the spectrum. That's it. The Molly um, spectrum. The Molly. <laughs> Christ. It's just butch <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> it just loops around. It's a circle. It's a circle. It's, it's called a horseshoe strip. theory. <laughs> it's a Molly bus strip. Ah, <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Somebody else take over. Uh, but uh, but but honestly, yeah, I think I think I've said most of what I want to say here. I think I've got it. Uh, it's it's very interesting uh, to see the different characters I like since coming out and the characters I don't like anymore. Uh, there's a few characters in some games where I'm like, I liked that person. Hmm. Okay. Any that come to mind? Um, I remember liking Adelie in the Dot Hat games uh, when I was younger, but I think that might have just been because, oh, she's obviously the love interest girl. Um, and now I think she's just almost insufferable. Oh, yeah, she was yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any more. I'm, I'm sure if I went through and played stuff again... Uh, I, I'm not a person who often goes back to games, so it, that's where I know most of my characters from. Uh, I think, I think, I think I used to like Ross and Friends. Oh, uh, back in the day, because we uh, all cut, I was, like any kind of nerd went through that sort of phase. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 a big one. That's uh, yeah, I've, I've dropped I feel off like on 2017 there. is the year we've all agreed that Ross is shit. Yeah, I think we mm-hmm. all need to come to terms with that. Uh, and I think a lot of us have. And if you haven't, just think about it for like a minute. Yeah, I think that's it for me. Uh, who else wants to talk about their favorite characters? Uh, you want to go, Ashley? Sure, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I think also my first uh, like female character that I made, like that was, you know in a video game was uh, also a Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. one, I was like, well, I hear her voice acting's better. <laughs> God. 
Okay, but true though. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, true, yeah, like, but also. Where's the lie? <laughs> God. Like, and it's. And then I like. Well, obviously, then I had to look up. You know. What the all of the how to get all the lesbian routes because you know I'm not gay right I'm not gay right yeah <laughs> God you just want to see two girls kiss it's fine yeah but no yeah it's a very straight heterosexual male ally thing to do mm-hmm mm-hmm I'm just you know just a normal dude. I, ju- I just want to add to the representation in video games. <laughs> <laughs> I want to vomit after saying that now. Excuse Julie. me. God. I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> Bye, Jules. <Continue>, <laughs> uh, and then after that was probably like the Saints Row franchise, especially three and four. I made a uh, woman in oh, those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, really worked hard to, like, make her, like, how I'd want to dress and stuff. And... Yeah. yeah. Like, that was a really cool thing, because... I don't know, it's just, like, a, a big old power, power fantasy, but I'm a woman, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Uh... For, like, actual characters, like... I know, I've talked about Ranma... And my, like, yeah, <laughs> appreciation for Ronma one half and also my acknowledgement of the deeply troubling elements of it <laughs> have only grown. Uh-huh. Uh, How can I forget Ronma? Yeah. Well, it's mostly because I didn't How- read very much. But... How can we forget our history? <laughs> our culture? Our heritage? Well, uh... Because I'm just gonna jump off Molly because we both read Homestuck pretty soon after we came out. Well, not yep, yeah, yeah, uh, not both together at the same time for the first time, but you know what I mean. There's a whole podcast yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> there sure is. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what probably the character that I most like that I would probably not like uh, when I was a boy but I love now when I was a girl I cannot say oh sure because I'm here yeah oh is it okay I know who w- it is. okay would you like me I can I'm happy to actually take my headphones off for like five seconds no I know I know exactly who it is but I mean more for the listener I guess that's fair as oh, well okay. if they want to get into Homestuck or like they're currently reading it yeah uh, I'm trying to think All of right. like the least spoily way to say this uh, is it green? Yes. Green okay. and British. Uh-huh. Do I know this? Wait. Nope, you, you don't. You don't, actually. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah, like, and I probably like Rose more than I do, more than I would if I was a guy. I probably would have been very into Dave, but like early Dave. <laughs> Sure. I'm like, man, this guy's cool. What a cool dude. Um, there are definitely like a lot of like TV shows and anime where I'm like, oh, this dude's a cool dude, and I don't like them as much anymore. Yep. 
Like, and also, like, a lot of action movies. Just because one is like, oh, I, I've now seen better action movies. That, like, are yeah. actually good. And have good... Don't even talk to me unless we're talking about Project A. Don't even talk oh, to me unless so we're talking good. about Project A. Project A is so amazing. I don't think I've seen this movie. It's a Jackie Chan movie. Oh, okay. That Yep, yeah, alright. It's where he fights pirates? Yeah. It's really fucking good. They introduce the pirates like I've heard about the way into the movie, and they do not talk about them until the last fifth. It's so good. I need. I've heard a lot about this. I think I've seen a clip. I need to actually watch it. All right. The opening of like the the first fight scene of that movie is amazing. Uh, it genuinely is. Yeah. Like I'm trying to. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, and it's kind of the reason why I despise him now, but, like, The Punisher. Oh, yeah. Was definitely someone I liked a bunch. I was never into The Punisher, which is weird, because I should have. Like, it was a weird thing where I was, like, very much like, I don't like, you know, really bloody, gritty stuff. And I still don't. Uh, but... I was like, yeah, no, he's cool. Uh, and, and then there's just, like, certain types of humor I've fallen out of, but also that's just part of growing up. Sure. Yeah. Custom characters was something that really helped me. Like, you know, I feel like, it's definitely the case, like, with MMOs and RPGs, they help a lot with that. I, I did a, uh, a Skyrim character for, like, the little I played of that game. Yeah. Uh, and I did make uh, a a woman, and I, I named her Astrid. Nice. Of course, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just was, I was all really into uh, How to Train Your Dragon at the moment. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it. The ending of that movie makes me cry so much. Oh, it's so good. Ugh. Oh, God. Mm. Second movie, less good, but still good moments to it. Good moments, the man, the problem with the not, ending. I have problems. Problems the ending, not as strong and tight as the first movie. Yeah. Now, Kung Fu Panda, that's a DreamWorks series that oh, lasts. Stay strong. Through. Stay strong somehow. Anyway, sorry. I love Kung Fu Panda so much. Probably too much. Uh, I think that's the, uh, like, highest-grossing uh, movie series made by a woman. Yeah! Animated movie made by a woman, and they don't want to talk about that, especially because Frozen came straight out afterwards, and yep, that gets way more attention. Mm-hmm. Fucking Frozen. Oh, but, yeah, like, uh... And, like, but... Going back to Saints Row, like, the reason why that, other than, like, being a power fantasy, was, like, is that was the first one where I could make a cool punk butch girl? Yeah. And, like, even in, like, stuff like Animal Crossing and, like, Skyrim, like, you know, Skyrim's all, like, fantasy fucking shit. Yeah, you have to get, like, some mods before you can reach a modern punk aesthetic. Yeah, and, like, uh, like, that and, like, Mass Effect were all, like, very much, like, 
oh, these are characters I like, and I'm kind of, like, living a bit through them. Like, Saints Row was, yeah. like, this is how I want to look like. Yeah. That makes sense. Put that sexiness slider all the way up. <laughs> the big titty. <laughs> oh, the dream. The goal. Uh, but the, the downside of Saints Row was I'd watch a lot of Let's Plays of it. And all of the people who thought it'd be hilarious yep. uh, to make a woman with one of the man's voice options. Yep, of course. There we go. Lord. With, yep. you know, stubble. And, like, I've talked about this, like, Saint Row kind of goes, at least, like, when Saint Row's at best, they don't try to... They definitely punched down in a lot of places, and they got better about that as the series went on. But they at least try mm-hmm. to always make things gender neutral. And it always sucks, like, when I see a game that has creative stuff, like, that is so gender neutral. That there will always be people who just use it for jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, in Fallout, uh... You know, like the most recent one, other than being a bad game, uh, you could dress up your like a male uh, soul survivor in like a dress or something. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, that was part of that trailer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Where it's like it's there for a second, but even then they're like, "Haha, look at this! It's funny." Yeah. Yeah. And like the the defense was always like. Uh, like, oh, they're just showing you, because, like, th- like, there's a lot of, like, costumes in that. Like, they're just showing you the variety of the, you know, costumes you can wear. And I'm like... Right. Even that... Like... You know that, like, there are going to be people who, like, use that in the worst way. Yeah. And are going to exactly. use mm-hmm. that to hurt people. And it's it's one of those things where, like, I, I mentioned this when, it first, when that trailer first came out. It's always, like, a sexy red dress they use. Yeah, I've never seen that dress in real life. I want to see that dress in real life. I would, yeah, I would love to wear that dress in real life, but it's so annoying when it keeps popping up. Yeah, that's true, huh? It's like the signifier of, like, hey, this dress is so sexy, it could never possibly be on, like, a woman. Anyway, video game hot takes Fallout 4 is fucking boring. Oh, God, yeah, Fallout 4 sucks. boring. It's so I don't care about boring. my dumbass kid. I don't, <laughs> I don't care about my dad, son. Like, whose fucking baby is this? <laughs> Who cares? It was a real, like, moment of, like, me coming out. Like, I came out right around, like, Fallout 4 coming out. Yeah. Uh, and only one of those was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exclusive. Um, but anyway, uh, and, like, I made... World premiere voice. <laughs> world premiere. <laughs> uh, I made, like, myself in the game, and it was like kind of like, like, this is me. Like, this is... You know, I'm I'm gonna play this as me finally. 
and then yeah, like yeah. opens up with like, oh, here's my husband and here's my child. I'm like, mm, that's not me. No, what if no? What if I don't care? What if I want to go kiss the fucking French robot? What if I wanted to do that? Oh, man. I did anyway. She got a cute accent. I just suddenly remember there's a French, there's actually a French robot on that, and you weren't, yeah, making, you weren't making a binary domain joke. <laughs> no, there's an actual French robot. In I that mean, game. there's one in binary domain. Oh, that French robot's good in binary domain. Oh, he's so good. But yeah, uh, with uh, I really like when clothing doesn't fit the binary domain, and in a creative characters. Yep. All right. Yep. All yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Jules. Where we take the right. mic away from Ashley and <laughs> go ahead, Jules. <laughs> Ashley's lost her microphone privileges. Uh. Jeez. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. Okay. Where to start? I guess. I know. Here's the thing. I really. It took me. It, it took until me actually realizing about myself and coming out. For me to ever make and stick with properly for more than an hour, even a female character in a RPG that had any customization whatsoever, I I was super in denial. Even when I first came out as genderqueer, I still was like, I still want to be like pretty masculine. I'll play a dude character, and. It, a lot of the case for that, in retrospect, is that uh, I love coming up with, like, RPG characters and, like, even just fictional characters in my head, especially for, like, D&D campaigns that may or may, may, or may not happen in the future. And back then, I always just, by default, made them male, and looking back, I'm like, actually, like, almost no traits of theirs are linked to them being men. Right. But, yeah, the first character that I really stuck with was when I actually just made a female orc in World of Warcraft. Oh, boy. I was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to sit down and I'm getting back into this game. I'm going to play it. And I did. And I loved it. And, you know, I love playing that character. I still, like, it was fun playing this badass, like, tough orc lady warrior. Yo, you wouldn't two two-handed weapons while having God. like you know a purple mohawk fury warrior so good fury warrior is really good warriors are less good now in my opinion but yeah yeah they, they did some stuff anyway um and yeah like ever since then i basically have only ever made female characters i don't think i've ever like considered just making a male character in a game since then and, yeah, like, I think the first time I played a character as me was when, uh, a while after Mass Effect 3 came out, I got the PC version on sale, and I was like, I- I'm gonna actually properly, like, play the final chapter in this game as, like, who I've always wanted to be. Sure. And, and even, it's funny, back then, looking at it, like, she, that Shepard I made has the hairstyle I have now. <laughs> <laughs> of course she does. I was like, yes, this is this is what I want. And it was Perfect. cool also like getting to make an Asian character in a game like that. <laughs> Cuz 
Yeah, you you don't have that a lot. Yeah. Which is, you know, always going to be a small gripe of mine. Um, But then it was really cool uh, in 2015 when Star Wars came out. uh, Episode 7 to be exact. And it was really awesome. Even though it's like, I'm not going to lie, maybe for like one or two minutes in total screen time. But there's a Chinese female X-Wing pilot. Oh, she's so cool. Yeah, Jessica Henwick, who plays Jess Parva in that movie, and it's sad she's not going to be in the new one, but I was like, hell yes. She gets dialogue. She's just there. It's really awesome. (laughs) She doesn't die. Like, because the only time we previously seen an X-Wing pilot who was a person of color was a black dude in Return of the Jedi, and he got smoked with barely any lines, if any. Yeah. And... Yeah, it was cool to see that. And then... And even though, like, you know, Jess Parva's not going to be in uh, The Last Jedi in Episode 8, we get Kelly Marie Tran, this really cool uh, Asian comedian I love a bunch. She's been in actually, like, good comedy hum- uh, college humor skits, which, hell, like, that's yeah, a thing. That's- well, you said some words right there. I said some words, but... <laughs> She's been in some really funny skits. Uh, she's a really great comedian, and I'm really looking forward to her character, Rose, because it's nice seeing an Asian character in Hollywood. It's even better seeing an Asian female character in Hollywood. It's even better, better when they're not your stereotypical porcelain-skinned, skinny-as-hell model. <laughs> yeah. And, like... It's cool seeing an Asian female character with, like, a round face like mine, and she looks to, like, like, she, it's cool that her character is, like, a mechanic for the Resistance, and, like, all of, like, her uh, photo shoots and all the uh, bits we've seen from behind the scenes, like, she looks like a funny but also no-nonsense character. Like, she's the sort of character who knock you on your ass if you try and mess with her. Yeah. And that's dope as hell, so I'm really looking forward to that. And even Star Wars outside of the movies, uh, I know uh, I've heard of one character from a lot of people in one of the Star Wars comics. I can't remember the name of the series itself, but there's one character, Dr. Aphra. And yeah, another uh, Asian lady in Star Wars who's at least canonically queer. And she's a space archaeologist. Oh, hell yeah. So it's like dope, 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 dope. I love that. That's cool. That's I want to get cool. around to reading like her series. I'm trying to think of in terms of other characters, uh, I think the one character, like, because, you know, as when I thought I was a guy, I really didn't latch onto any female characters a lot. Yeah. The one that stuck the longest was, frankly, Sailor Jupiter, which I've talked about before of like... Oh, sure. <laughs> It's always the case where, like, everyone fell in love with, you know, whatever Sailor Scout as their favorite, especially Jupiter, because she is the best. She's the best. And a lot of people like, oh, man, like, in retrospect, like, oh, I had, like, a childhood crush on her. And me, I was like, no, I just want to be that. I want to be, like, super pretty and femme, but also super tough as well. Damn. And also green. Hell yeah. Lightning <laughs> Palace too. That's all my shit. All very cool. All very cool. So, 
it took until, uh, surprise, surprise, Steven Universe, when it wasn't even the gems, technically, but it was when Stevani first shows up in that series. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is dope. Oh, this is cool as hell. She's a great character on her own. Even, like, taking out the fact that it's Steven and Connie who are great characters on their own, like, separately, individually. Right. But yes, yeah, Savani's great, and every time she appears, I always get super excited. And when she finally got, like, a cool fight scene, I was like, hell yes. Because it's nice seeing a character who is feminine, but also, like, similar to me, slightly broader shoulders, built as well, and actually capable, but still, like, feminine and gentle and nice. Yeah. Like, she's not one thing. She is, like anyone else in real life, multifaceted. No, absolutely. Uh, and then... What else? Oh, I have that... (laughs) And as uh, as the counterpoint to Molly loving Kamen Rider Meteor in in that, Kamen Rider Forze, the character himself, is kind of where I sort of found myself after I came out, personality-wise. He's a good boy. He's a very good boy. And I think there are definitely male characters I still identify with, but that's always been the case of, like, I just get their personality. And a lot of their traits. And with with Gentaro Kisaragi, the the boy who wants to befriend literally everyone in the universe. Yup. And if you want to beat him up, he's okay. He will fight you and then he will beat you up and then pick you up and go, alright, let's be friends. Like, and then you just have to go, okay. Because like, what, what do you say to someone who you've punched in the face is like no it's cool we're buds don't worry secret handshake let's do this <laughs> it, it was the episode when uh in very early on in Forza, just not really spoiling anything just monster of the week stuff one high school teenager who's become a monster he's become a monster because he's sick of the crappy glee club practicing because he wants to finish this perfect painting because he's so obsessed with being like a good artist in high school because everyone keeps praising him for it and putting the pressure on him. And then Forze just comes up and after he figures it out, he's like, all right, I'm going to challenge you to an art competition. And if I win, then you stop this nonsense. He's like, fine. He then paints this amazing portrait and Forze just draws like a rocket ship with crayons. Yeah. And he's just like, the guy's like, that's pathetic. He's like, yeah, take a closer look at it. And the guy goes, actually, you put a lot of passion into it and there's like a lot of vivid colors and it's clear you love space crap like what's mine just a shady landscape that doesn't have any heart to it man yours is actually better yeah and at the end Gentaro sits down with him after he's beaten the monster out of him and said listen you don't gotta be perfect it's fine like everyone's got flaws and you're not always gonna meet the expectations people mount on you but You've just got to be happy, and if what you're doing doesn't make you happy anymore, then you've got to reassess that. And I feel like ever since then, I've given that same talk to a lot of people, myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I genuinely believe that. And yeah, it's been the case where, like, 
I'll have disagreements with people plenty of times, but still my friends. I just sometimes friends just need a good knock on the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know this all too well. <laughs> Queen head knocker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got weird gender feelings about my WoW character. <clears throat> it's especially got, yeah, it's especially hard with an MMO when you've had a character for so long. Sometimes I had that character for. God, probably almost 10 years before realizing Jeez. Uh, I was a girl. Or maybe not 10 years, but, like, it was a, a really long amount of time. And, like, it feels weird playing as the boy character, but also I feel like that character, you know, is not necessarily me, but also, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, it's there's a, part a of lot your history. of weird... Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of weird stuff with that. I did end up gender changing my main on WoW, uh, but I still don't know if I did the right thing. I still don't know if I like it. It still feels weird, uh, but I don't play that game very much anymore as it is. It's just something I think about once in a while. I'm sure I'll pick up the next expansion when it drops and pay for a month and get the leveling done and then go, yep, that was WoW, and then close it again like I always do. Will you say WoW that's WoW? That's kind of questions. No, I, I'm not finished yet. Hang on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I I broke back into the recording studio just to make that joke before they took my microphone privileges away. Where did you get another mic for Ashley? Joel, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah. Also, you know, because I mentioned uh, your character Edith in our fake call game Pizza Party. Boy, I never get. Never feels less silly whenever I say that name out loud. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. I've actually made my first female character in a tabletop RPG now with Brooke. And I love her because she is this very, like, nervous and stuttery, but very sincere uh, water elemental character who very clearly understands that nothing is ever perfect and... She's okay with that now after like having been fretting over that for all of her life. And that's really cool to actually put a lot of myself into that. Yeah. Like it's fun in that I'm definitely role playing when I, you know, know, essentially voice her, but it's that case where it never feels like a huge leap for me to make as a character. Sure. Um... I guess also most recently as well, and this will probably be my last one because this is like the most vivid one that comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned this outside of recordings a lot. I maybe have mentioned it in an episode of either this or something else, but I've fallen in love with a new anime called Recovery of, of an M- MMO Junkie. Yeah. And that show deals a lot with like online identities and like making different gendered characters and stuff. More so than I'd actually expect. Uh, and it's cool, A, you have an anime about an adult woman, not a high schooler, which is really good. Yeah. And, yeah, she's a 30-year-old woman who has quit a corporate job just to play games because she cannot take the stress of adult life anymore. And, you know, that's not, like, the healthiest approach, but also she literally was having an emotional and mental breakdown by the end of her job. 
Big mood. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like she makes she downloads an MMO after the she finds out the one she used to play is like closed servers and she makes like a guy character for fun and also relatable to some extent. She's like, I want to just look at a hot guy all day. Damn. And then she ends up befriending, uh, uh, like a, another woman in the game and they're having fun. They're playing and they get really close to the point of like, if, Oh God, if this, this is like the most blatant of a character's ever been by in an anime, I feel like, recently. Because she's like, oh, God, she's so cute, and I hate lying to her, and she's so nice and sweet. God, what do I do? I'm pretty sure I've read a Yuri exactly like this. And <laughs> to the point, like, they get so close in the game, they become partners and wear matching transmogged outfits. Oh, jeez. And then it turns out uh, the person who plays this... A uh, young lady in the game is actually a younger dude she ran into one day on the street and Good. keeps running into. And they both start realizing, like, more on his side, but they both start realizing, like, are you playing this other character I've been kind of falling for online? Hmm. And I, a, I like that show because it actually deals a lot with sort of you know, the insecurity of uh, being online, the connections you make being online. There's a poignant line in the most recent uh, episode where the guy character just basically says, you know, I like being alone, but also being alone is really lonely and I hate that. And there's a very distinct difference. But when you're in an MMO, you can be alone, but with other people. Yeah. Yeah, I've and seen, that's I've a seen really that nice going around. Feeling. Yeah, and that so acutely sums up playing online games as an experience, which I really enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. And then it also deals with some of the, like, how do I describe it? Uh, Inherent dishonesty sometimes when you're online. Like, you inadvertently project a persona of yourself that may not be who you are in person. And also, they bring up the thing that comes up, like, Facebook stalking. When you find someone you have a crush on who you know or, like, you first start dating someone, you sometimes do just, like, Google them. Or, like, try and yeah. find out as much about them. Or sometimes you knew about them online previously, especially if you met online. And yeah. you might know more about them than they know you know about them. So, I actually like the show deals with that. And, yeah, I identify a lot with the main character because she's this person who projects a very overtly positive persona online who gives her always very sincere and in real life she's just constantly exhausted and just tired of dealing with the day-to-day grind and also very nervous about actually talking about her interests in person because she doesn't want to be ostracized a lot and then, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I felt extremely called out when the show revealed that, oh, her love interest is a younger guy who also plays ca- games online. Like, fuck off. That's mm. just... <laughs> I, told, I told my boyfriend this, and he was just like, damn, honey. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. They got your number, Jules. They're coming to get you. It's... God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's those are the characters I guess that I've identified with, and 
that I make, which I identify with now, which is a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's a better feeling closer to the characters you uh, create. Yeah. Uh, we got questions. We got questions. Where can people send questions to? People can send questions to either at TMR, uh, TM Radiocast on Twitter, or transmissionquestions at gmail.com, or uh-huh. <laughs> you think I'd have this all set up beforehand. <laughs> I've never thought that. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this together for too long. Yeah. Or at Transmission Radio Podcast on Tumblr.com. Anyway, on Twitter, we got some questions. All right, let's hear them. Uh, From at Wisawaru, has your relationship with characters you identified with changed over time when coming out? Uh... Yes, I think I mentioned that mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, we. Uh, that yeah. That, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think a lot of us don't care as much for snarky, cool action hero dude characters anymore. Depends on the cool action hero dude. Because Vin Diesel. Like, I, I mean, like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, identify Probably. with, not Probably. still enjoy. I'm not doing this here. Fucking mad. Why is he hot in those? <laughs> he just picks up Michelle Rodriguez my life. right by the butt. Like, just I have up. never in my life thought Vin Diesel was hot. And then I watched Fast and Furious, and I'm so fucking mad now. <laughs> and don't make a furious joke, Ashley. I know Damn you're moving it. to the mic. I was gonna as well. <sighs> if, when he picks Michelle Rodriguez up by... Just by uh, her butt. Her butt. And he takes off his shirt too Before that And that man is ripped <laughs> Anyway Anyway Yes uh, From at Dormingu what, Was there a point when identifying with said characters That you realized you didn't Or didn't just idolize them But wanted to be them um, for me, it was always I, like, I think this character is hot. And then I was like, also, I want to be them. But also, they're I, hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I still get that. But I never realized this what it was until after uh, I came out. Like, there there was like the dawning realization for like some characters. It's like, oh, wait, hang on. I have yep. to reevaluate what all these feelings I have are. Yep. Um, and I can't think of any in particular right now, actually, but I'm sure there are a few. I think my one was the one I mentioned with Sailor Jupiter is the big one. Yeah. Trying to think, because I don't remember. I guess there are also characters like uh, one that springs to mind that I didn't mention was uh, an anime I've fallen in love with recently that's technically old from like 2011. Um, Huyoka, which is a fun teen, like, everyday mystery-solving anime, which I like, and in it there's a character who, like you mentioned, Molly, you, like, I would have found so annoying when I thought I was a dude. Yeah. But also, like, 
in essence, her character. She's incredibly curious. She's really upbeat. But now I'm like, actually, I don't hate any of those character traits. And yeah, you know what? I like that character now a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have any good ones off the top of my head. Mine was probably would probably be Saints Row, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, from Pidmon, uh, when did you realize you weren't just playing characters and you preferred gender for the aesthetic? Again, we kind of answered. Yeah, uh, I think mine was definitely not until, like, I, I realized that I was trans, which is to say, when somebody said, hey, are you sure you're a boy? And I went, oh, fuck, I don't know. God, <laughs> just God crumbled. dang. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's bad enough when it's like, no, you can deflect it when you, you're you thinking the question, but when someone else asks it, shit. Yeah, don't ask me. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I will say as well, I definitely avoided making a female character a lot of the times when I was younger and thought I was a boy because I really didn't want to fall into the stereotype of, I just want to look at a f- girl's ass all day in video <laughs> games. Right, yeah, same. That's the worst. Like, hey, chase your bliss sometimes, but man, it's real shitty when that's all teenage boys talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I... Half the people I know who said that at some point, though, did end up being girls, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, totally. (laughs) Um, Hmm. Last one's on Twitter uh, from at the road virus. If you could go back to yourself pre-transition and deliver something to yourself with no explanation, what would it be? A book, a game, a movie, show, what and why? Um, this might be like a cop out of this question, but I don't know that I would. Uh, I don't think I would get it. <laughs> like, I, I think the, the subtext is uh, that, like, would help you realize... Or, you know, help you do better. Like, I think all the things I would have to hand myself would require some kind of explanation, even if it's not, hey, you're a girl, read this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I never had a piece of media that did that for me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because like, yeah. like, I already had, like, all the perfect stuff for me. And I was just not at the point where I could realize it. Like, I had, uh, you know, Ranma one half already. I had Kashimashi, which was this very cute, you know, gay comic about, you know, someone who feels just so much more comfortable as a girl than as a guy. And... It just... Like, I, I talked about it before, but I just threw that shit away. Yep. Yeah, it's tough. It's just, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah, I'm trying to think, because, yeah, like, I, when I was, what, in fifth, sixth grade, I read a book series about, a, you know, more of a reverse position, but a girl pretending to be a boy to get into a night academy and stuff. And I was like, if that didn't, tell me anything right 
And like the only, there are only two things I can think of that would maybe have made me realize a bit earlier, or I don't know, just get the gears turning a bit more. Would be honestly Steven Universe is one because like it is just a. Sh- it would have made me a better person as a teenager if I watched that earlier. Sure. I could maybe see that for me. Uh, like hey, listen, I'm not gonna lie. I love the Edge Lord aesthetic and characters sometimes, even now. Uh, but I like them in the bad way when I was a teenager, and I should have. I I need something filled with like soft characters and pastels for me to actually go, hmm, this is good too. I would have fucking hated Steven Universe when I was a boy. I would have fucking hated it. <laughs> it it would have been an anime enough just for me. Um, like, the problem is, like, I could have, like, current me could go back to, like, 15 through, like, 17-year-old me and, like, sit them down and talk to them and it still wouldn't work. Right. I think I could maybe get through to me back then. Maybe. Like, I mean, it's very possible that I am giving past me not enough credit and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, not realizing, like, how much I wanted to come out. But also, like, at a certain point, it's not worth thinking about. Yeah. It's always one of those things where I think... Honestly, everyone... uh, Everyone who's come out in some shape or form could have most likely needed a conversation early in their life to just let them know that this is okay. Or even that other people like that exist. It's yeah, tough. just seeing that. Like, in that case, I would honestly just give younger me a copy of a, a legally localized version of um, The Bride Was a Boy. Like, just go, you got this. <laughs> Listen. I was thinking about that exact book, but I was also thinking... Young me would never want to read that. Like, yeah. just it it would not take. That would also I, like I think... it, it wouldn't work for young me either. Just because also that would just go more into my like. Oh, we'll have to be a dude. Like, has to date a dude. Can't do that. From I think for young me, I was like, I even young me like you know fifth, sixth grade, even fourth and third grade. I was already super into like romance so i would have that would have been the thing to go to hey here's a fun romance comic go read it it's nice based on a true story i i i have a very distinct memory and i think i've told the story before of like seeing a trailer for the movie a walk to remember Mm -hmm. uh, and being like oh yeah i want to see that and then i got made fun of at school and i was like i can never like romance again yeah that was the thing i was a member of Mentioning how much I like the romance in those uh, books I mentioned, which is the Alana the Lioness story by Tamora Pierce. And mentioning yeah. that at school and people being like, no, it's just good because it's got sex scenes in it. I'm like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but okay. Yeah. So yeah, I that one might have gone through to me. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, I got some email questions. Hang on, I got one more Twitter oh, question. Oh, yes, I forgot. I got that one I mentioned earlier. Uh, this is from at Sir Sol- Skolgren. Uh, first, I'm going to read the whole tweet. Uh, not okay. a question, but I identify with Captain Phasma because I am also too damn tall, never show my face, and was cast as a guy in the original script. 
uh, actual question. Is it wrong for me to identify with any evil slash fascist led female characters? Is that a bad sign? Listen. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I just said that my favorite characters were total assholes. So, I mean, you're probably okay. If people think I'm okay and they do, for the most yeah. I think, for the most part. They do, don't uh, worry. I think you're probably doing okay. I don't I, don't worry. It's also the case where a lot of villains, even fascist villains, are so heavily queer coded and trans coded. Yeah. So it's so hard not to see yourself in that a little bit. Christ, like I watched Thor Ragnarok the other week. Uh, Kate Blanchett is hella in that goddess of death. She's like, just murders innocent people for no reason. Good. God, I both want to be her, and she's also ridiculously hot in that movie. <laughs> she's super tall, too. Yeah, I... Which, I'm not gonna lie, this... When she first appeared on screen, like, tattered leather clothing, bedraggled hair, and, like, smeared eyeliner, I was like, fuck, I'm so bi. <laughs> Jules, was it uh-huh. the green that helped? It helped a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, and it's green and green too. Just call me out, why don't you? Man, Thor Ragnarok has a lot of people to find handsome in Jesus Christ. Like everyone in that movie's so fucking attractive. Yo, Hemsworth looks way better with uh short hair. Yeah, he does. Way they, better. They even mentioned it in the movie. He looks bad with that long hair. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, <laughs> go on. All that uh, email is, questions? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jules. I, didn't oh, I was going to say, all off. that movie's missing for me is just put Chris Evans in it, and I'm like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Also, Kuvera uh, can get it. Oh, yeah. Kuvera. Who's Kuvera? From Korra. She's the fasc- fascist villain from that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. The one who at first seems very <laughs> socialist and then becomes fascist, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> damn, could have had it all. But also, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the green helps as well. <laughs> God, Julie. Listen, that is, okay, actually, I forgot to mention, that's also a character who I both want to be and also want to date. Okay, yeah. Um, Just racking them up. Uh, this is uh, from, an, we, we previously had them as anonymous, but they've kind of gotten a, a name for themselves now that they just use oh, for cool. us. But I'm still not sure if I can say it. Uh, okay, let's uh, err on the side of caution yeah. here. Yeah, if, if you're listening to this now, uh, just let us know if we can actually say that name or not, just because we don't want to accidentally say, you know, out anyone. Uh, hi, I'm still on the show, weirded out by the fact that I'm somehow not the youngest person listening to the network at 15. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. On the topic of the last episode, y'all my inspiration. I mean, I officially thought about changing my middle name because of you, for starters, and you helped me a lot. Anyway, I got a couple questions. Uh, my girlfriend is turning 18 in February. I've been helping her come out of, to a few of our friends, and she's been really happy about that. But every time she even remotely says stuff to her family, it gets blown off. Her sister is nice, but whenever my girlfriend says she wishes she was a girl, her sister says, uh, I know if you were a girl. And her mom just doesn't respond. She never says anything to her dad because he's an overall prick. I want to help her feel better with the dysphoria from male pronouns and with her body, but I don't know what to do. How? What do I do to cheer her up? Okay, first Ugh. of all, I just, I just want to say to the sister, 
fuck off with that bullshit. God. I know, I know, listener, you don't need to hear, like, that's, that's not news to you or anything, but fucking Christ. Yeah, that's, uh. Oh, that, that's what I don't hear often, but whenever I do hear it, oh my God. It's so condescending on every level. It, it is, um, uh, well, okay. Um, just, I mean, be there for them as much as you can or for her. Uh, there's not like, unfortunately, like y'all are young and getting away from toxic family situations is hard and a long process. Uh, you just, you gotta support her in any way you can, you know? I'll also say, especially if it's like, yeah, being young especially teenagers in a family situation. One way, like, talk about what it's going to be like after you get away from that. Like, have... Yeah. Even if it's, like, for the time being far off and not concrete, and it shouldn't be concrete because you shouldn't, you shouldn't have a concrete plan by the time you're, like, 15, 18. Don't, trust me. Um, yeah. Just have something, like, a goal to reach. Like... Especially if it's something that seems somewhat obtainable, whether it's, you know, we can move away from this or uh, we'll find a better community somewhere. Because both of those things are true. And genuinely, like, I'm not going to say easy to find, but well within the realms of possibility. Also, I I know for a fact it's so hard to be mad at your family, especially at that age. Like, you know, teenagers are moody assholes and always angry with parents and stuff, but it's actually hard to be genuinely mad and disappointed with family members when they fuck up with these things, intentionally or not. And personally, I found with my partner, what really helps is he can be, like, not an outlet for you to be angry for uh her to be angry with but like you can be that person who can be angry for her if yeah because sometimes you just need to like you especially when you're family you kind of rationalize things as oh you know they are my family maybe they know better but sometimes no you need to hear the voice of no fuck them yeah you sometimes need to have someone tell you no fuck those people they're rude, they're bigoted, they're ignorant, they're whatever. You deserve better. Yep. And if that's what... yeah, Of course, bring that up with her and like talk about it a little bit, but if that ends up helping her in some shape or form, be able to, provi- to provide that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also from them... Also, I'm just generally confused. Thought I was a demigirl. As I said, I was in the lagoon in my previous email. Now I just don't know. I'm not sis. I'm not a dude. I like she and they pronouns. What the fuck am I? I feel like sometimes I'm just faking my dysphoria. And honestly, I just wonder whether... Maybe I'm just a cis, soft butch lesbian? And that question, maybe I'm straight. And only my girlfriend for her being biological male. Which makes me want to punt something for thinking like that. 
Anyway, back to the... Uh, why do I ramble so much? Anyway, back to the point. You don't ramble, by the way. It, oh, trust me. Yeah, we all ramble. Don't worry. Yeah. How do I know if I'm not faking um, my feelings about my gender? Oh, also, can you be a non-binary lesbian with a lesbian girlfriend? Of course you fucking can. Yeah, yeah don't duh. worry. Yeah, yeah. Be whatever you want. Who cares? Um, I, if you're not sure, then... I'm not going to say that labels aren't important because I like my own labels. I like what I call myself. But at the same time, it's not the be-all, end-all of gender. Um, and it listen, the, the common uh, phrasing I hear is, if you have to think about it, you're probably not cis. So I wouldn't worry about that too much. Uh yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it just takes time more than anything to figure out how you want to identify basically. Yeah, it yeah. It takes some people a really long time and sometimes they'll kind of change on a whim and that's okay. And yeah, it, and it, like you said, you know you're comfortable with she and they pronouns just you know, work from there. Yeah, like... Yeah, I've run the gamut. I've gone through, you know, the, the all of the regular, like, more mainstream pronouns, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy now with where I am, and it took me a while to get there, but it's different for everyone, and you're either going to have that lightning bolt moment, or it's just going to be, I want to change this. Because it feels better now. It's like, that's cool. Gender is sometimes similar to, like, a mood you have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Gender, like, you know, you, you didn't need to be told this, but just for the record, you know, gender's fluid, just like sexuality and everything else. And the same goes for labels as well. Like Molly said, they're not the end-all be-all, and no label is really permanent. Unless you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, I'll say there's a lot of days where I don't really identify with much, but you know, I have a general feeling about where I'm at. So, you know, just give it time. And most importantly, go with whatever makes you feel comfortable and happy. And if that changes, it changes. Yeah. Don't, and if it changes, don't feel like, shame about it. Like, don't feel like you were lying, or don't feel like you were uh, stupid or anything like that, because that's silly. People change over time. And... That's okay. Like, that's part of being a human being. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the perks of being young, which is weird for me to say it, 26, but... Jules, that You've person is met... a decade younger than you. Oh, God. I already listen. I already work with a seventeen-year-old at work, and when I told him, <laughs> when I told him that I'm almost a decade older than than him, it blew his mind. Um, <laughs> but no, like the best thing about being young, especially at your age, and it may seem daunting at first, but you've not met the finished product of you yet. 
Yeah, that's and someday you will. That's a really great way to put put it. Yeah, like everyone is a work in progress, and works in progress can themselves be finished works eventually. Mm-hmm. And your concept of finished and complete will also change over time, depending on circumstances, yourself, everything else. So. You know, easy, easy said than done. Don't worry about it. But also, yeah. As again, as long as you're happy and comfortable, and as long as you are able to find some sense of comfort with a support network around you, be it small or big, you're good. Yeah. Uh, do we yes, have we more? Um, okay. I, I, again, I'm just going to default anonymous unless you uh, say that I can say your name. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. it's been the ongoing policy. <laughs> That's a good disclaimer for us to have with especially email questions. Hey, Ashley, Julie, and Molly. Sorry about the length. Feel free not to read all this or even read it. I just don't know how to get out. Hey, what the fuck? I think I might be a girl. But I... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Relatable. But I have some reservations. Uh, before saying you can just be you, I want to talk about it. I don't have anyone else to talk about this, so maybe this will lead to some interesting discussion. They come me or help someone else. At the time of writing this, I identify as a white cis guy. Right now, white cis het men, uh, by, may- by many people I follow, are the bad guys. Rightfully so. Sometimes I worry about the idea of transitioning is myself wanting to get away from that. Something else that may be an underhanded reason for this, uh, for me maybe wanting to transition is I'm incredibly lonely. So if that got an extra personal, sorry, that got extra personal, I recently just in from a few friends, I had my own volition. All my friends were shitty guys who were my friends in high school. To cut to the point, maybe I feel like I have a tradition I'd have a community people to be friends with. I know it's not as easy as that, but still, I don't think that's the reason I want to change. But I'm afraid as a result of my poor state, I'm trying to find an escape rope. I guess the question is, I'm t- trying to get is, uh, have you known people transitioning for the wrong reasons? Or I don't know if this is a thing, but this could be a talk about dysphoria besides body dysphoria. If you don't want to read this on air, uh, I enjoy the podcast no matter what happens, and thanks for making it. P.S. I know the piece of advice you're going to say is just make a dupe account and feel it out. I intend to try it, just general anxiety about ever finding something right now with my account right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, number one, make a dupe account, feel it <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> this person like, fucking got hey, us. Yeah, you call, <laughs> you call us out. Uh huh, all right. Um, there yeah, are people <laughs> there are people who will talk to you about people transitioning for the wrong reasons and frankly I don't think there's a wrong reason to transition unless you're doing it to like actively harm yourself or others I guess but I think the decision to transition in 2017 is one that really I don't think anyone is taking lightly no mm-hmm. uh it's tough out there. It's scary out there. Um, I, I know some really terrible, shitty people who do think that people are doing it for attention or for an escape or whatever it is they need. But honestly, and, I can't tell you what somebody's reasons are for transitioning, yeah. just that they've made a decision and I have to respect that. Yeah, I. Like, yeah, it's like I, I, you will get 
Sorry, you go first. Sorry, actually. and like I've felt a lot of like things when I was starting to come to terms with myself of what if I'm doing this just because I think girl on girl is hot? What if I'm doing this because a lot of my friends are, you know, making more friends with women and trans women and uh, queer people and a lot of them are saying how they hate cis dudes. And, you know, I, I, a lot of times we always say I can only speak for myself, but it's very easy to give yourself reasons not to do it. Especially if you have anxiety mm. problems like I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wish that we as a society were to a point where it was way more open about you just being able to try shit out. Yeah. Like, there's no pressure to, ha- like... Once you pick something, you you that you've got to stick with it for the rest of your life. And I like I know we said to the last person that, and you know to, because I'll to you know just be open to change and be open to whatever the identity you know ends up being, and I, that's because I, I think that's true, and I think that that is what I want from this world. Mm. Yeah. And. But I especially know that it's not always like that, and I especially know that it's not always like that on that first step out the door. Yeah. I had a conversation recently with someone who uh, went, I'm not going to use names, obviously, went from identifying as a cis man uh, to non-binary, to a trans woman, to non-binary again, back to cis man and they never you know they were talking about how they didn't want me to feel disappointed in them which felt horrible to to hear them say yeah cause it's just it's not just you can be you but you can also try stuff out and I, I know yeah. that it is hard and it, especially in a, in, in a time where people can lose stuff because of that. Um, but if you honestly think that there is a chance that you're doing this and, you know, we've talked about dysphoria is not just body dysphoria, it's not just mental dysphoria, there are all kinds of stuff going on with that. And you don't need that also to be trans. If you say at the beginning, you think you might be a girl, I then you might be a girl. <laughs> and you should at least investigate that. And the feelings you're having of, you know, wanting a community and wanting to run away from what you see as... Well, you know, wanting a community is just one fucking... Everyone wants that. And two... Yeah. Like, you know, from running away from the responsibilities of... People who are currently like you. I don't I don't know if that is... That it sh- I, I know that it, that should not stop you. The possibility that that is the reason should not stop you. Because... <laughs> 
worst case scenario, you try it out, you make that second account, and you just go, you know what, this wasn't for me. This wasn't who I am. And maybe you, you, know, you learned something about yourself and you can use that going forward to help other people learn stuff about themselves, which is great. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. I said, if you think that you might be a girl, you might be a girl. <laughs> and now I'm rambling, so... <laughs> no, those are all good points. Seriously. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think, like you said, everyone wants a community, and everyone wants to feel at home with other people, to some extent. So I don't... There's also nothing wrong with ever wanting an escape rope out of a, a situation you don't like in your life. And like Ashley said, if you're considering it this much, then yeah, that's most likely the route that you desire. I'll also say it's easy for our brains to fuck us over and reframe things and rationalize things in ways that make us question ourselves a lot of the, a lot of the time. Uh, so the way you're thinking about it, listener of, oh, I just want to be trans because I don't want to be cis, het, white dude anymore. Uh, because I don't want to, like, be seen as, like, that bad guy anymore. I'm sick of the bad people around me who are that who fit that profile. Flip it, flip that around a bit the same way when you have, like, depression or self-loathing and you go, oh, you know, I hate myself so much, so therefore I have depression. And it's like, well, actually, maybe you just have depression, which is why you hate yourself so much. And, and, refer- and just taking that step to the side and looking at this issue from a different angle really can just make you realize the, like just reframing it that little bit really is important and will maybe help like your brain just mentally accept that fact a bit easier. And yeah, yeah like I been in a similar position as well. Like, I had a lot of shitty people I knew from high school who I hated, honestly. And I'm so glad I'm free of them. I, I won't lie, I don't have a huge, like, in-person friendship base, but I'm so much happier with the community I have, both local and online now. I'm better for it. I'm a better person and I'm happier. And it's just nicer on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And we've all questioned ourselves for one reason or another. Like, we've all had especially that thought of, like Ashley mentioned, you know, oh, I'm hanging out with all these trans and queer people. Maybe that's why I want to feel this way. It's like, mm, I mean, yeah. And that's a good, good enough reason, to be honest, because those people, seeing those people just living and breathing and experiencing their lives can be enough for you to have that desire then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, essentially make that dupe account. <laughs> <laughs> make the dupe account, you can be you. 
I, d- I totally get anxiety surrounding that and do what you got to do to make yourself safe in that regard. But yeah, go for it. Yeah. And then this one is kind of like a shorter one and more on topic. So I'll end with that. Uh, okay. So I've always enjoyed with, I've always enjoyed shape-shifting characters such as Mystique. I wasn't really sure why until later when I realized I'd actually like the idea of being able to change myself at will anytime based on how it's feeling at the time. Have any of you ever realized you wanted to be a specific character, not just looked up to them? And if so, when? We kind of covered that topic, but I think the concept of shape-shifting characters is interesting. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We- yeah, if... If we haven't made shapeshifter characters, we've definitely thought about it. Uh, like my first D&D player character was a shapeshifter. See, I just, I always just wanted to fly. Or teleport. That was always my jam. Telekinesis is honestly my go-to superpower, but yeah, shapeshifting was one where I'm like, damn, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. That just fixed a lot of everyday problems. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, shapeshifting. That's a good superpower uh, this day and age. Also, on, on the uh, summer layback, also wanted to be Nightcrawler. Yo, Nightcrawler. Oh, Yo, Nightcrawler man. Still, yeah. uh, I, always so loved, good. I always loved Gambit. I'm trash, <laughs> but also I didn't... Molly's like, fine. I like, I like Gambit, the concept... More than I right. like Gambit, the character. We're talking about Suge. <laughs> God, nope. Okay, never do that again. <laughs> Molly, don't worry. It can never be as bad as me. Someone who sincerely likes Reaper from Overwatch. Oh, honey. Yeah, no. I, I Listen, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry you have bad taste, Jules. It's fine. I've, <laughs> I've accepted it. Come, I've, I've made my peace with it. I like the edge more uh, trash occasionally. Death Life Hell Custom from Gundam Wing represent. <sighs> <laughs> Alright. Jules, where can people find you so they can tell you your bad wrong things? Uh-huh, that's fair. Uh, you can definitely do that for me at Gatsby Low on Twitter. You can also find me on other audience P shows, such as the Digital Moncast, a rewatch show where we're still going through Digimon. <laughs> And oh, you madman! It, it's the case where, like, we're at the point now where Digimon's actually fun to watch and good. Is it? But also, there's been such a slog. It, um, it, is it though? <laughs> bro, it genuinely, it's kind of. I'll say this: it Digimon either goes from "Oh my god, this is such a slog" to "This is genuinely really weirdly good" to "This is so ridiculous. We are having fun with it." And it is a crapshoot every time with, uh, with whatever episode we're watching at that point. So, yeah, check that out. People listen to us. We don't know why. <laughs> um, we also spent 25 minutes last time talking about uh, the 2017 vote for the best Australian bird. <laughs> okay. Important facts, you know. Yeah, anyway, important shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also yep. find me on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, Earthsea Edition, which I feel is pertinent, especially with how much we've talked about Homestuck this episode. Yeah. And uh, that's where Molly tells me all about the comic while we read it together. 
Oh, Jules, I'm so excited for you to get to... Oh. I want to tell Ashley uh, a part I really want you to get to soon, because it's... Uh, moi. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I, so I always think so many times about, like, oh, when Jules hits that part. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. You too. Sorry, Jules, we just got to record. Uh, yeah, that's the problem, is that the goes- only way to make a stop is just to read more Homestuck. I know. But until then, you can also find me with both Ashley and Molly as well on our weekly uh, Fate Call tabletop game we stream on twitch.tv slash videoentropy. If you want to see some us being characters that is just us living it to the fullest. If you want to, like, really <laughs> listen to the most self-indulgent silliness. Yeah. It's it's very good. Check out Pizza Party at uh, twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Uh, anything else, Jules? Pretty sure that's it as well. Yeah. Ashley. Yeah. Where can we find you, you online? You can find me online at, at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can find me on some great audio tribute shows, kind of like ones like Cosmic Call, Burger That Pops. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. uh, you can find uh, my ones with me and Luke, also on Let Me Tell You About Humpduck. And the finished one with me and Molly, also on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. And you can also find me at... Uh, oh, God. Patreon.com slash Ashley Minor. Where you can give Ashley your fucking money. I'm starting something, hopefully soon, that's very, very silly and stupid. Or I'm going to watch yeah, all I'll the Fast and Furious good, movies sure. with that good-looking Vin yes. Diesel guy. Yep. It Okay. It's weird hearing you say that, Ashley. <laughs> we need two precision drivers. <laughs> Molly, where can we find you? Hang on. <laughs> oh, God, Ashley. Why? Why did you kill us? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. Uh, you can find me at betgirl.tumblr.com. You can find me on audioentropy.com where I do all those shows that they talked about. Um, you can find me at ineedmayo.com uh, wherein I talk about Coheed and Cambria lore for about 30 to 60 minutes at a time. Uh, it's good. <laughs> It's very good. Is it? It's very good. I mean, I can't talk about that being on a Digimon podcast, but is it? Julie? It's Molly? very good. Okay. All right. I trust you. I believe you. Uh, it's it's very bad. Listen to it, though. It's a good <laughs> podcast and a bad lore. Um, there's something else I wanted to point out this time, but I cannot for the life of me remember what it is. You can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. Uh feel like there was more. Mm. You should definitely give Molly your fucking I money. Don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. true. Uh, you can go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, you click that donate button, give us some money for the host and the website so we can keep giving the podcast to you. That's important. It's the important part. So if you have any spare cash, just throw it in there. Just let us keep the website online. Uh, leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. Do that stuff. Tell tell your friends about us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, two other things as well. 
Yes. I forgot. Uh, one, the story I read at the event Queer Stories back in August is actually online now. I almost forgot about that. Hello. Yeah, so you can find that on uh, the podcast itself, Queer Stories, which records every single person who reads those nights. Uh, and that can be found on iTunes, through any podcast app of yours. Yeah, that's just a little 10-minute story of me talking about my names and everything. Very uh, cool stuff. Also, not really pertinent to us, but definitely for the network. We just got a panel approved for PAX South. That's what it was. I love that this is the uh-huh. first po- like, podcast we're announcing this on. Uh-huh. And that is for Let's Place, a show neither of us host consistently, but have all been on at some point. It's a scientific examination and ranking. It's very objective of all video games ever made. Where every video game will be placed in order of quality. Uh, of course, as we all know, currently, from what they've looked at, but, you know, it's objective, so it's true, the number one game of all time is Undertale. So you know it's good. Boy, I'm really glad this isn't happening when the number one game was Elevated Action EX. (laughs) It's, uh... Molly, I'm sorry Elite. to report that Bino Commando got knocked down in the most recent episode. Elite Beat Agents was robbed. Elite, Elite Beat Agents was robbed. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think that's all of the announcements we need to do this app. Uh, so if you're at PAX South, go check that out. It'll be in the thing. In the cactus Which is room. fucked up. <laughs> the cactus. Uh, we don't know that for sure. Uh, do check your schedule. Uh, to make sure you know when the Let's Plays panel is and go say hi to everybody. Oh, apparently uh, since the second one is now uh, uh, Majora's Mask. Oh, that's right. Christ. Or are they... What's today? Oh, today's Monday. I, yeah, I don't know when the last time they placed games was. Oh, that was part of Luke's birthday episode, I think. Yeah, and they've done one off yeah, that must have since been. then. Yeah. But also... Uh, yeah, uh, also keep an eye out, uh, follow Audio Entropy on Twitter f- for updates about that, and also uh, join our Audio Entropy Discord channel. Yeah, you can find the link for that on the Audio Entropy Twitter. I believe it is still the pinned tweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also say, if you are going to PAX South and you're interested in that, keep an eye out on the Discord, because I think some folks are interested in a meetup, for the fans especially. Yes. Got it. Uh, the idea of an audio yeah. meetup that just isn't us is weird. I know. Uh, we have to end this podcast. We are approaching two yeah. hours. Yep. Uh, anybody have anything else to say before we finish it? Well, as always, you can just be you. You, you can just be you. You can just be you. <laughs>